Why? Why? If you Why? have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this Why? a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. We've got a brand new After Hours Game of the Week poll on our show Twitter, on my Twitter, A-Law Radio. Some of you already finding it. This is going to be fun. I actually feel bad for Seahawks-Ravens. It's a battle of two first-place teams, but maybe it's not as sexy or as flashy as some of the other headlines coming from Dolphins-Chiefs, Cowboys-Eagles, Bills-Bengals, of course. Who will be your choice for Game of the Week? Can't wait to find out. Facebook page two. It's after hours on CBS Sports Radio. Our phone number 855-212-4227. That's 855-212-4CBS. I want to jump right in with Hondo Carpenter of Sports Illustrated. Covers the Raiders and is joining us now from Las Vegas. And boy, it's been a tumultuous week around this organization. Mark Davis deciding to pull the plug on Josh McDaniels and the GM Dave Ziegler. And after a year and a half, they are out and they're starting fresh yet again. So, Hondo, you're around the team every day. What have the last couple of days been like at the Raiders facility? You know, I'll tell you a couple of things, Amy, that are really interesting. I had reported they were not going to be fired. In fact, when fans asked me, I said 5% chance. <clears throat> and the reason wasn't because everybody thought there was a great job being done. But Mark Davis had given them assurances after the New England Patriot game, that they were going to be back in 24. Many of us who are the beat people and some national were surprised at the firing. It wasn't that we thought things were going well, but assurances have been made that they were coming back. Now, I don't think Mark Davis lied. I'm not implying that he did. It just got so bad, and Josh had become so rigid in his system. I mean, Jimmy Garoppolo... Is, has been a complete failure as a quarterback, not a human being, not attacking his character, but just been such a complete failure as a Raider quarterback. And as they watched him continue to play and nothing happened in Detroit and he would not make the switch to Aiden O'Connell, they just, the frustration began to just overflow. And Mark Davis knew and he listened to some of the uh, key alumni that things were not working, and he pulled the, the trigger. It was a breath of fresh air. Antonio Pierce has been amazing. Champ Kelly's been amazing. And I think this this organization, I've said on your show several times, has a, a plenty of talent. I think they've found some reinvigoration. Antonio Pierce is elevated to the interim job, and right away you can hear his passion, his enthusiasm, his energy. But what is expected of this team the rest of the way? They're expected to win. 
I mean, that's the motto of the franchise, just win, baby. And to Antonio's credit, this guy came out and dropped a hammer, and, and he didn't back down from that. He didn't back down that he feels like they have the, the players and the winners to, and the guys to go do it. I don't think anybody expects them to make a playoff run, but this is a guy that I, I don't think, as you're the Raiders, as historic as this franchise is, I don't think this is a place for people to come learn to be a head coach. Antonio Pierce gets a nine-week job interview to learn on the job. I'm rooting for the guy, not because I'm a Raider fan. I'm not. I'm rooting for him because I root for good people. Mm-hmm. This guy's good people. And Champ Kelly, what a great guy, the interim GM. And they're coming in with the anticipation. I mean, his first move is he fires the offensive coordinator, promotes Bo Hardigree, who used to be a quarterback at Tennessee, lots of experience as a, as a coach, not in a coordinator. He comes in, and you know we're going to see a lot more play action, some screens, some bubbles. You're going to see this team attacking down the field. There is genuine excitement. When I use the term simplification, a lot of people think dumbing down, and that's not what's going on. But Josh's system was rigid, and it was predictable, and they're going to go out and play to their strengths. I've had a front-row seat to watching Nick Saban over his career. And he wrote in his book that after LSU, he had learned that that he had made some mistakes, gotten conservative with leads. We've watched him evolve, and now we've seen him win with a spread offense, with a power offense, because Nick Saban adapts to his personnel. Josh did not do that, and you're watching Antonio Pierce do it. Why couldn't they figure out a way to make it work? McDaniels is supposed to be this offensive expert. Uh, And I know Tom Brady is better than anyone we've ever seen, uh, but he had worked with Jimmy, had brought in a lot of personnel from New England. So why couldn't they find a way to mesh? That's a great question. And there are a couple things that go with that that I, I think are really germane. There's a narrative that's not accurate that Josh lost the locker room. And as a guy that's there every day, I can, uh, and, and covering the team every day, um, and our people are there every day, I can tell you that I never once, and I'm in constant contact with players on this team, had a player ever go after him personally or ever tell me they wanted him fired. They were frustrated because they felt like there was talents and there wasn't changes made. But there wasn't anybody that turned on him. Uh, Mark Davis talked to the players a lot, and that there, what, there was frustration, and I, I I reported that. But there was not one person that that disliked him. And I, I take that back. There's a couple that didn't, but they weren't significant players. He was not unliked. It's just he was so rigid and committed to his system after the uh, Chicago Bear game. I said. You know, you preach the process, and but when the process isn't working, do you scrap it, change it, or stay the course? My question was germane because it's not working, and he just stayed to his system. There was a lot of people that were supportive on the player side when he wanted to go with Brian Hoyer. When he, you know, when, and, and so he did, and at, at Chicago it didn't work, so he didn't give a chance to Aiden to try to, you know, be a spark to the team. He goes right back to Jimmy Garoppolo in Detroit, gets slaughtered, doesn't go to Aiden. And I'm going to tell you, there are several people in that building, players and management and others, who felt that Aiden O'Connell was the best quarterback 
that he wasn't ready because of the rigidity of Josh's system, but they all thought he was the best quarterback. And now you saw that move. You saw Antonio Pierce, bold move. Bam, we're going with Aiden O'Connell, the rookie out of, out of Purdue. And it's going to be fascinating to watch. This team is not fractured. This is a team that hasn't quit. This is a team that's still fighting. They're juiced. They're fired up. They're ready to go. I, I'll tell you one other thing. It reminds me of a lot of when Rich Basaccia took over for John Gruden. But there's one difference. They loved Basaccia, but the team had some fractured parts to it. This is a team that love each other, and they're united. It's a unique situation. Everybody on that team loved Rich Basaccia, but there were divisions among the team. This team, they all like Antonio Pierce. Everybody's jacked he got the job. He's not beloved like Rich because he had a different job. Rich had a job as a coordinator, so he touched more players. But they all like him. They're united. And I hope when this year is over, I'm back on my favorite national radio host (laughs) show, Amy Lawrence, and I can say I'm proud to report Champ Kelly has got the permanent job, and so has Antonio Pierce. That would be the best for the Raiders, best for those guys, and I know it would be best for the players in in the locker room. Hondo Carpenter is back with us from Las Vegas. It seems like it's been a lot of negative the last couple of times we've had him on the show. Covers the team for Sports Illustrated. It's after hours here on CBS Sports Radio. Hondo, Aiden O'Connell is taking over. What does he bring to the table? First of all, you know, he's because of all the COVID years, it's not like he's an, you know, a 21 or 20-year-old kid, number one. He's a super smart. His football IQ is through the roof. Number one. Number two, he's got a big arm. He can make every throw. And that's big. Now, at Purdue, he's able to make throws that in the NFL get picked off. At Purdue, he's able to hold the ball longer. And so those are two areas that every rookie has to improve on, and that's an area he needs to improve on. But he's super smart, and his teammates, they love him. They believe in him. I'll give you a great story. Early in training camp, you know, they weren't being rude. There was nothing excessive, but they're teasing the rookie. And everyone talked about, he took it, and he and he loved it, and he was part of the locker room. And, you know, you always get the one rookie comes in, that's not me, you're not doing that to me, and, and bucks the process, and people are like, wow, he's pretty arrogant. He just came in, and he was really humble. When there were whispers of teammates wanting him, one particular, you know, a, situation a player went to him and said we want you to know we're really rooting for you which you're playing and oh man no that's okay don't do that because jimmy's our guy or brian's our guy you know he, he wasn't looking for a controversy even though he knew he was playing well in practice and had earned the right to play this wasn't a guy you know fueling the whispers he was a big supporter of jimmy he's always been so complimentary of jimmy and brian so, you know, a rookie that comes in is humble, earns a lot of respect in a veteran locker room, and guys like that he can get them the ball, and they know there's going to be a learning curve, but they're rooting for their guy. And one guy said it best, he's our kid. You know, he's our little <laughs> brother. We believe in him. We want him, and there's that sense. I think it's going to be fun to watch. Devontae Adams and Josh Jacobs, two talented players who could start and make an impact pretty much any other team in the league. 
Now moving forward, how do they incorporate those two stars to give a jolt to the offense? I I got several NFL executives to anonymously give me their thoughts of the Raider offense uh, back, I think it was October 8th, I published the article. And they talked about uh, teams are stacking the box to stop Josh Jacobs, and if it's not a run, you just get to blitz Jimmy because there was no threat of the deep ball. And you're going to see them now use play action, which is a strength of Aiden, using some bubble screens. <clears throat> but they're going to take those shots now. And it's going – you saw in the Lions game, for anybody that watched the Monday night game, even though Jimmy was throwing poorly and at one point was three of eight, the Lions even talked about it after the game. They had to adjust their defense because they were taking shots. Now, Jimmy wasn't successful, but they were taking some shots. And when teams have to figure into the deep ball, it opens up the intermediate and short game and opens up the running game. And you saw Josh Jacobs, you know, be able to run. In fact, they had one drive where they looked exceptionally well. And you're going to see that. Bo Hardegree is going to attack with what Aiden does well. Again, Josh's system, and you saw this in Los Angeles with Aiden's one start against uh, the Chargers, when it wasn't working because it was something that Aiden couldn't do or did, hadn't mastered yet. Rather than go to what he could do, they just kept trying. And it, it just it, it was a circular firing squad. And that rigid, rigidity of this is what we do is great when you have the personnel, but they don't have the personnel. Mm. And so you're going to see the Raiders doing what they can do, and I think that's going to be a big spark. And think about this, Amy. This offense has not gone over 19 points all year. And wow. for the one game where the team did go over, you know, they had a, you know, the defense had a score. So this is going to be very interesting to watch, and I think and I think the Raiders are going to go in and win. I think you're going to see them find a little bit of a momentum and a spark, and I think you're going to see one thing that has stood out to me, and I'll give you a great point. I, if we're up against the clock, just tell me to shut up. But um, I had a player say to me after a win, you know, it was great that we did this for Josh. You could tell he was stressed. Like, that's what I mean. They hadn't quit on him. Wednesday they get back, and that Wednesday night he texts me and says, man, no different. No no, no sense of, of relief. And the player said to me, this is a game. It's supposed to be fun, and with him it's just win or lose, back to the process. And, 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 and the player said to me, you know, we're out there risking our lives. We're out there risking our futures. We're out there risking injuries or CTE or whatever. We, I, granted, we make a lot of money, but we got to have fun. And I think that began to weigh on them after the winning streak that, wait a minute, this is supposed to be fun too. And I, and I had one player, um, I haven't even shared this. I'm, I was going to share this uh, on this on Sunday before the game, so I'm, I'm sharing this nationally, that said to me, they almost felt relief for Josh when he got let go and said they almost felt bad for him. Like he just wasn't having any fun at his job. And I'm sorry, that, that player's right. And I, you're going to see a Raider team back having fun. And I think I don't even know what price you put on that. 
in all my years of covering the game of football, it's meant to be the smell of the chlorophyll of the fresh cut grass rising like incense to heaven. And on God's day off, they play this game at its highest level. Mm. And it's meant to be fun. And, and it had not been fun. And I think the fun's back in Vegas. Hondo Carpenter with some great insight from inside the Raiders locker room. It's After Hours with Amy Lawrence here on CBS Sports Radio. We've heard from Devontae Adams, who very rarely speaks his discontent or his dissatisfaction. He'd gotten more and more frustrated. How much do you think it mattered that there were players who were willing to speak out about the challenge and the difficulty and the fact that they just didn't have any answers? You know, I'm going to defend Josh McDaniels for a minute because obviously what he did is failed, and I was one of the hardest media on him. But I'm going to defend him, too, because I think it's important in our jobs to be truthful. One of the things that Josh did, and a former New England player who's now a Raider said this to me, is in New England, you don't get to speak your mind. So Josh didn't do it all the Patriot way. He wanted those guys to speak up. Josh never wanted, you know, uh, Devontae Adams to be silenced. He didn't have a problem with guys speaking out. And I do respect him for that. Devontae's voice is very loud. He's the second best player on the Raiders behind Max Crosby. He's one, in my opinion, the best wide receiver in the NFL, underutilized. And he had every right to be angry. I'm going to share something with you that I've, I've reported, but nationally people haven't. Devontae Adams took less money to be a Raider. He wanted to be here. This is the team he grew up rooting for. And when you take less money, that speaks voluminous to a a testosterone-filled locker room that's based on, you know, guts, brawn, testosterone, and cash. And so when he spoke out and said, listen, I came here, I took less money because I want to win because this franchise committed to me to win. When we're not winning, I'm not happy because it's not about my money. It's about winning. It, it, he's made a lot of money. He wants the winning. He's a winner. Him and Max Crosby are, are, are a rarity in superstars that aren't sitting at home counting their money. They want to win. If you said Devontae Adams, we'll guarantee you a Super Bowl, but you play for a dollar, he's taking the dollar. He, that's him. And so when he's angry and he's like, we got a standard, we got to, you know, okay, yeah, we won, but we didn't play to how good we are. That was right down Josh McDaniels' love language. So there wasn't that Josh, to his credit, wanted those guys to speak out. And I, I credit him for it because he could have tried the Bill Belichick way and this thing would have blown up. <laughs> he did try to do it differently. It just, it, his rigidity didn't work. But it wasn't that, that he leave, leaves here hated. Okay, hang on, because I have to ask you one more question. I've got one more question that just sprung to mind as I was listening to you. So, yes, Josh McDaniels had some qualities that worked with the locker room, but his system did not work. His inability to pivot and adjust and be flexible and versatile, that did not work in the locker room. So, hang on. Hondo Carpenter from Las Vegas covers the Raiders for Sports Illustrated already. Some great insight to share with us. We're going to have him hang on through the break. And uh, one more question with him. It's After Hours with Amy Lawrence. How powerful is Cox Internet? Powerful enough to let your band members in Vegas, 
Phoenix, and Rhode Island. Jam like you're all in the same garage. Get Cox Internet powered by fiber with America's fastest download speeds. It's Internet built for tomorrow, today. Cox, always building better. Cox Internet is connected to the premises via coaxial connection. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and other restrictions may apply. Analysis by Ookla speed test intelligence data. Fixed median download speeds. US Q3 2023. Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of colors starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. Old Man Winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice and a good polar vortex. Oh, <laughs> heaven. Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, Old Man Winter. Spring has arrived. Spring. Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona, as as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Now get 0% APR or up to 1,500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details. It's on CBS Sports Radio. You are listening to the After Hours Podcast. I think that's kind of the mindset we're having, just, you know, trying to have fun and enjoy our time in this building. Because I think, you know, as we speak to each other, it's been too much of um, just, this has just been feeling like work too much and not having enough fun. So we just got to get back to that. This is After Hours with Amy Lawrence. Devontae Adams echoing Hondo Carpenter, our guest from Las Vegas, Raiders insider for SI. We just got to get back to having some fun. And yeah, there is an element to that. It feels as though a weight has been lifted. It's lighter in the locker room. What does that mean moving forward? I guess we will find out. It's After Hours with Amy Lawrence here on CBS Sports Radio. I convinced Hondo to stick around for a couple more minutes because I have this question based on your last answer. Do you see reasons for hope with the Raiders now moving forward? Oh, yeah, absolutely. Remember, this is not a team void of talent. This is not a team that doesn't have a lot of pieces. This is not a team that's sitting here thinking, oh, my word, we have nothing. There was a lot more right with this team than wrong. It's just the problem is what was wrong was at the forefront. You got a bunch of guys that had every right to be frustrated, and they were. They didn't quit. That's a big deal. That's character. That's guys who love the game of football. Now, that speaks to Dave Ziegler and the kind of guys he brought in guys that love the game. And so you, when you got guys that love the game that want to win, guys that are joking and laughing and hanging out in the locker room, which hasn't been happening but now is again. And one thing Antonio Pierce did 
And again, I haven't even talked about this on my own reporting. I'm going to do it later this weekend. But you're my buddy, and you draw this good stuff out of me. <laughs> um, but one of the things Antonio Pierce did is he walked in the locker room, and he told the guys in the locker room, I need you because we got to win, and we can't wait. It's not about me. And one player said this to me, and I thought this was brilliant. He never once said, guys, I want this job. Go win this job for me. It was all about us. He talked about what it was like to have been a player in a winning locker room. You know, he's won a Super Bowl. He talked about that feeling and how once you get it as a player, it never goes away. One of the players said, Josh never came in and was selfish. They weren't implying that. But he also, it was, okay, here's the process. We're going to do X, Y, Z and end up at, at Y. With Antonio, it was about us. Guys, I want you to taste that. Guys, it's, it's something that I, I've, I've been there. I've done it. I want you to feel it. I want it for you. And I was told that after, and again, this has not been reported by me, that after his first meeting with the team, it erupted, erupted. And the guys were ready to go, and, mm -hmm. and the players are ready. Nothing would be better for Mark Davis and Raider Nation than you're sitting here at Christmas time, and Mark Davis is able to say there won't be a national search because Merry Christmas, I'm keeping these two. <laughs> you know, Amy, one of the reasons that I love your show and I respect you as not only a journalist, but as my friend, is your show has always been about, let's bring great information. We don't create the news, we report it. You do it the right way. I've always root for good people. It's why I'm a fan of you and a friend. And I love to watch good people prosper. I love to watch good people succeed. And there is a ton of great people. You know, the Raider organization gets a really bad name by people outside of it. And I know because I grew up in Michigan and, and I've been around the country, I know what people say. Raider fans are like St. Louis Cardinal baseball fans. They're like Nebraska college football fans, Indiana uh, Hoosier basketball fans. And they're a lot like L.A. Laker pro basketball NBA fans and Red Wing NHL fans. They're the smartest, some of the smartest in the NFL. They know the game. I once saw a woman, I'm going to guess she was in her 90s. She stopped me at Allegiant. You got to talk to the right tackle. His <laughs> right foot, the way he places it, I can always tell if it's a run or a pass. And I'm 90. They know the game. <laughs> Matt Millen, who is a dear friend and a man I love and adore, when I was covering him as a beat reporter, when he was the general manager of the Lions, he told me something I'll never forget as long as I live. He said, every other fan base, the fans think they're part of the team. But with the Raiders, the players believe the fans are part of the team. Mm. And for this fan base, who are some of the most passionate amazing, tremendous people. I love walking into the stadium. I always go early, home or away, to just take a few minutes. You can look at my Twitter. I'll post pictures of fans and just meet them. I'm one of the few media guys that likes to follow them and talk to them. These fans deserve better. And a year ago at Allegiant Stadium, a man stood at his seat and held a sign that said, we deserve better. It wasn't full of F-bombs or foul language. 
It was just one fan saying, we deserve better. And I don't know if Antonio Pierce and Champ Kelly will end up with it. I don't know if the next coach will fail like Josh McDaniels. But tonight in the Raider Nation, there's something that's one of the most valuable things in the world. It's hope. And for these people who are some of the most amazing people, I'm not a fan, but I hope it works because these people are special and I get to work with them every day and and I'm blessed and they deserve it. Hope springs eternal. If you give people a reason to hope, they will cling to it. That sounds like what's happening with the Raiders and their fan base now as big changes were made. So Hondo Carpenter, one of our favorites with Sports Illustrated, covers the Raiders. Lots of insight from the locker room and the facility. You can find him on Twitter at Hondo Carpenter. Always good to connect with you. I can't believe we're three weeks out from Thanksgiving, but we are. So if we don't talk to you again, well, (laughs) happy Thanksgiving to you and to Raiders fans. Thank you. Thanks, Amy. God bless you. That is kind of crazy. It's three weeks out from Thanksgiving. But while we're talking about reasons to be thankful, seems like a a lot of the Raiders fans and maybe even the Raiders in the locker room themselves are thankful for a change in atmosphere, a change in leadership, a new voice. And what if it works with Antonio Pierce? Wow, that would be a new head coach coming out of not quite nowhere, but coming out of the dark for sure. All right, on Twitter, After Hours CBS, on our Facebook page, you're already weighing in. In droves, our Game of the Week poll features four pretty enticing matchups. Marco Belletti, what is your Game of the Week? Uh, I would love to say the Dolphins and Chiefs. However, Germany messes that up for me, so I'm going to scratch that off the list. Meaning your schedule and not being able to watch it? or No, meaning the fact that being... neither one of them are home. Gotcha. I would like okay. one of them to have home field advantage in that game. So the travel messing things up yeah, for I what just, we would expect yeah, from it them. It messes up. I, I, look, I love the Bengals-Bills game. I'd probably go Philly and Dallas, though. Heated rival, division game. Dallas needs to prove that they can actually play with the big boys and not just beat up on the medium-type teams and get to the playoffs and then get you know shown the door. I think it's a big statement type of game for the Cowboys. And the Eagles don't really need it, but they don't like Dallas. So I think that would be a lot of fun. The Eagles nearly lost to the Commanders last, well, nearly. They had a 21-point fourth quarter and rallied past the Commanders, actually in both of their games that they beat Washington this year. Uh, Could the Cowboys get a lead and then protect it with that defense? That would be interesting, too. So I'm excited about that game. Yeah, and again, like, look, Philly hasn't played great. They're seven and one. They haven't, and that's where you find out how good you are. When everybody looks at your wins and they go, Yeah, but that's where the Eagles are right now. That's how good they are. They're in the Chiefs' realm where it's, Yeah, but. Because the Chiefs are six and two, but it's, Yeah, but. Because you haven't been dominant. You haven't been a team that every time you walk out there and you're just steamrolling people. That's how good Philly is. And I, we haven't seen their A game. And I feel like. We might get close to that, even though Jalen Hurts is a little banged up. We might get close to that because I think the Cowboys will bring out the best in them. The cool thing is the top three vote-getters right now, so Seahawks-Ravens is lagging woefully behind, but the Dolphins-Chiefs, Cowboys-Eagles, Bills-Bengals, all on national TV. Mm -hmm. So it's kind of fun, actually, because they're all at different times. Uh, Fans don't have to choose among them. Dolphins and Chiefs is an NFL Network game, so if you don't have it, maybe you can listen on the radio, Um, but it is a 9.30 Eastern time start, 6.30 a.m., yikes, uh, on the West Coast. Cowboys-Eagles is the nationally televised game in that late 
late afternoon window. Mm-hmm. And then Bills and Bengals is Sunday night football. So there's plenty to keep you busy all day on Sunday. Wowzers, first Sunday of November. All right, so take that poll. Twitter, Facebook, our phone number, 855-212-4227. Coming up a little more with James Harden, his introduction in Los Angeles. And did you see the ratings, the final numbers from the World Series, even as the Rangers get set to celebrate their champion? Selling a little or a lot? Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage, to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is here to help you grow, whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits. Shopify helps you sell everywhere, from their all-in-one e-commerce platform to their in-person POS system. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify has got you covered. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 15% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. And sell more with less effort thanks to Shopify Magic, your AI-powered all-star. Shopify powers 10% of all e-commerce in the U.S. And Shopify is the global force behind Allbirds, Rothy's, and Brooklinen, and millions of other entrepreneurs of every size across 175 countries. Plus, Shopify's award-winning 24-7 help is there to support your success every step of the way. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash odyssey podcast all lowercase go to shopify.com slash odyssey podcast now to grow your business no matter what stage you're in shopify.com slash odyssey podcast this is tony kornheiser show i'm tony we expected someone else so what exactly is the show about hmm i don't know it's a sports show nominally football's over but we're finally at a point where things matter in college basketball and baseball season is on deck greatest three words in the english language pitchers and catchers We have some of the best voices come on and explain what matters or what makes an upset, like Ryan does, (laughs) 9 over 8. No, that's not an upset. No, yeah, it is, Bob. And if you're lucky, I might just tell you about my search for discounted sleep pants or my worries about what my dog just ate. Listen on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. ...with a parade on Friday. You are listening to the After Hours Podcast. James with a dribble, Harden one-on-one, nine seconds on the shot clock, Harden for three, shot up, it's good, Harden made a triple, the Sixers go up by two, eight seconds to go, Boston takes time, Sixers 117, Celtics 115, James Harden from out front, nailed a three, his seventh three, he's got 45 points, and the crowd is gasping. This is After Hours with Amy Lawrence. I don't generally root against teams, even when it comes to my own fan loyalties. And a lot of times those get buried now in work. It's one of the things that you lose when you work in this business long enough because I have to be objective and because I intend to be professional above all else here on the air. I don't favor my team, teams I grew up rooting for. And honestly, it's, A lot of times my own rooting interests get put on the back, back, back burner or completely disappear uh, because I just don't have time for it. 
I don't watch sports anymore as a fan. And, and I know that sounds awful. <laughs> it sounds like it's no fun. I still do enjoy sports, but I can't watch a game without thinking about storylines and themes and the emotions and how I'll talk about it on the air. So it really does take the rooting interest out of it. I've been doing this so long that I don't even feel like a fan anymore. But uh, the the thing that marks us as fans very often is not only do we root for our own teams, we root against the rivals or the competition of our own teams. So sometimes it's just as much fun to root against other teams as it is to cheer for our own. I don't usually do a lot of that anymore. Um, I, I just like the drama. Whatever makes for good radio content, uh, that's what I'm all about. But in the case of James Harden and the Los Angeles Clippers, it's not that I want the Clippers organization to fail so much. It's just that with Harden, because I can't stand the way he's handled his business, enforcing his way out of multiple places, and the nasty comments that he's made, Upon his exits, even his own peers at times, like Draymond Green, for instance, will admit that the way he's handled his business in forcing his way out of places has been unprofessional and over the top. Showing up late, overweight, out of shape, either not wanting to play or not wanting to follow the team's timetable or the plan they've got for everybody else. Just, ew. Demanding trades here, demanding trades there. Starting to feel a little bit like Kyrie Irving. Never satisfied where he is. Always thinks more of himself than what everybody else does. And hearing his comments on Thursday as he's introduced in Los Angeles, if these were in a vacuum, it would be one thing. But they're not. And in addition to his comments about how he's elite and he's this and he's that, he takes pot shots at Philly. The Sixers who just gave him what he wanted. He played alongside an MVP last season. He led the NBA in assists. And, of course, is in part why Joel Embiid was so successful. But somehow all of that goes out the window because he didn't get the new max deal that he wanted or he felt like the general manager lied to him because he didn't get the max deal that he wanted. Who knows? It's a bunch of he said, he said. The way that he puts Philly on blast now that he's so happy he's joined a new team. Yeah, it reeks of the Kyrie Irving plan. It's After Hours with Amy Lawrence on CBS Sports Radio. What will James Harden deliver to his new team, the Clippers? I'm very elite and as an individual, and then I can, you know, you can, I can fit in with anybody and make a, a championship run work. So 
Um, I think all of us are on the same page in the sense of the individual stats and all those things are, you know, you know, past us. And, you know, we all got one goal. And I think everybody knows what that is. I can fit in with anybody and make a championship run work. What career have you been looking at? Where was that over the last four years? I can fit in with anybody except Kevin Durant and Kyrie Irving, apparently, in Brooklyn. That will always be a cautionary tale about what not to do. Every time I've played with other great players, we've become better. How is it that these guys are so delusional or that they don't see what the rest of us see? How is it that James Harden can say, I fit in with anybody and we can make a championship run? Did he just forget about Brooklyn? That was where he wanted to go. That was his choice. He forced his way out of Houston. He wanted to go to Brooklyn. What, they play three games together? Okay, it was more than that. But it wasn't more than 20. Regardless, they made nothing work. They actually got worse. Because they wouldn't listen to their coach. There was no respect there for the guys that were in the front office. They just did whatever they wanted. And it wasn't a winning formula. So then he wants out and he goes to Philadelphia where, oh, again, I can fit in with anybody and we can make a championship run, except they still lost in the second round of the playoffs. And what about all those years in Houston? Was that everybody else's fault? If you're an elite player and you're number one, numero uno, and you've got the ball in your hands the majority of the time, how come the Houston Rockets never won a title? How come he didn't go to the NBA Finals with the Rockets? Oh, is that because the Warriors were better? Well, partly. But maybe because Daryl Morey gave you everything you wanted in Houston and you're not the one who's supposed to be making personnel decisions. So that's what it comes down to with James Harden. How quickly does the novelty and the happiness and the contentment last? When does the honeymoon end? Kawhi Leonard, Paul George, Russell Westbrook, and now James Harden. This is not pickup basketball. You can't just throw four elder statesmen on a court together and hope that they figure it out. Are they motivated? Absolutely. And Lawrence Frank said that. In fact, this is one of the reasons why he told us the Clippers wanted to get James Harden. He, like Kawhi, like Paul, like Russ, they're all at the right stages of their career where there's one common goal because these guys, they have all the individual accomplishments. They've made plenty of money. This is about one goal. And just the uniqueness of the opportunity to have four guys from Los Angeles who grew up within a couple years of each other to be able to come to a place that they want to be at and to do something that's never been done before for the Clipper organization, the pride of place, the sense of pride. Um, We see the investment every day.
So Lawrence Frank claims that's one reason why they believe this core will work because they've done everything else individually. They haven't won and they want to do it for the Clippers in Southern California, a franchise that has never won an NBA championship. It's the NBA where everyone plays with his BFF. It's After Hours with Amy Lawrence on CBS Sports Radio. I mean, James talked about how a lot of what you've heard about Philadelphia and about his past is not true, but he wants to tell you exactly what was going on in Philly. When I'm in a leash, I'm not in just shooting the basketball every time. I'm in like, like I think the game and I'm a creator on the court. You know what I mean? So if I got a, a, a voice to where I can, hey, coach, I see this. You know, what you think about this? Then it's like, oh, okay. Like somebody that trusts me, that believes in me, that understands me, that I'm just not a, you know, I'm, a, I'm not a system player. I am a system. Could you imagine Steph Curry saying that? I'm not a system player. I am a system. And he tried to clarify his comment about how he was on a leash when he was in Philadelphia, which is just, it's insulting. He said the 76ers front office did not want him. They wouldn't give him the freedom to be able to play the way that he wanted to play. Does that mean he thinks he's better than Joel Embiid? Or he can win all by himself? I'm not really sure. But I can't imagine even Tom Brady, who was accused of being a system quarterback for years, saying, (laughs) I'm not a system QB. I am a system. Steph Curry, I'm not a system QB. Or a system player. I am a system. I'm not a system player. I am a system. Feels like almost everything he said is exactly the opposite of what any logical, rational fan can see over the course of his career. It's crazy. It's After Hours with Amy Lawrence, CBS Sports Radio. How powerful is Cox Internet? Powerful enough to let your band members in Vegas, Phoenix, and Rhode Island jam like you're all in the same garage. Get Cox Internet powered by fiber with America's fastest download speeds. It's Internet built for tomorrow, today. Cox, always building better. Cox Internet is connected to the premises via coaxial connection. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and other restrictions may apply. Analysis by Ookla speed test intelligence data. Fixed median download speeds. USQ3 2023. Celebrate and save at Ashley's Anniversary Sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of colors starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep Mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. Old man winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice and a good polar vortex. (laughs) Heaven. Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, old man winter. Spring has arrived. 
spring. Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona, as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Now get 0% APR or up to 1,500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details.